There's a clock on the wall and it's moving too slow It's got hours to kill and a lifetime to go And I'm holding my breath till I hear the last bell Then I'm coming out hard and I'm giving him hell Hello listeners <laughs> We are introducing our podcast with a bit of a difference today We're out on our walk, on the hourly walk that you're allowed in the uh, lockdown Run I'm currently lane. staring around mortified the fact you've done this people will to hear speak up Liz speak up so uh, it's a lovely day today isn't it Jamie you're walking up to people yeah well they might be listeners as well anyway we were just One talking about food police why were we talking about food police um, tell the story come on well because yesterday you said that You'd had two chocolate Oreos. And then today I found out that you had a secret stash of jam donuts in your bag from work. I always have a secret stash. So it's... clearly you'd had more than just two chocolate Oreos. You'd had two chocolate Oreos and probably five jam donuts. No, not five. And they're raspberry donuts as well. Five, four raspberry donuts? No, less. Keep going. Three. No. Keep two. going. Two. Mm. <laughs> two, maybe two. Yeah, two raspberry donuts. I'm not meant to. So what did you have for your th- three today? No, I haven't eaten three today, no. How many? Oh, well, I gave two <laughs> out in the office as well, so I, I had one today. <laughs> so I didn't believe you, otherwise you wouldn't have offered to share one with me. Yeah, well, I was going to give you my last one <laughs> to make me feel better. <laughs> and then you said no, so I had it. I don't really like donuts. I can, I can turn down a donut. Yeah. It's not my favourite. Anyway. Uh, what have we got on the pod today? Um, I don't know, just the usual phone in with Phil, um, film review, Wazak of the Week. I yeah. think we've, we should introduce as well, Joke of the Week. Oh, Stick oh, a joke yeah. in there. Mum, in come, up with good Trudy Mill. come up with a good one. Come up with a good one. We can share. Alright, let's enjoy the rest of our walk. And uh, first part of the podcast is Boredom Busters. Right, before we start Board and Busters, a bit of context. We're fast-forwarding a few weeks since the last pod. Sorry if you missed our pod, but we're going to crack on. We've done the phone-in with Phil um, on time, and we're going to piece it all together and get back to a usual schedule. Yeah, so when we were outside, this was before the changes in the lockdown, so it was when we were only just allowed one hour a day still. Yeah. The only thing that is true is that I was talking about you being a secret food monster, and literally just before we started this podcast... <laughs> I found a plastic shopping bag with an empty pack of Belgian buns in it, which you'd hidden in the cupboard. I don't know why you hadn't just put them in the bin, you'd Listen, hidden you, them in the cupboard. If you saw me bin the packet, you'd have killed me. Well, just do it when I'm not seeing you, then put it in the big bin. I know. Foolish, foolish. I should have just binned it before I got back to the house. Yes, people are going to start calling you a secret eater. Well, I am. There That's the are. point. That's the point. Anyway, I can change my ways. I'll just stop eating so much rubbish. Um, where were we? Board and Busters. Okay, uh, Board and Buster number one this week is a really good one. Um, you had a video Hindu, didn't you, for your friend Vicky? Yeah, so it should have been my friend Vicky's Hindu, so we had a virtual Hindu instead, and it was la great la. fun. It was about, yeah, no, it was about two weeks ago. 
and got all the lounge set up and everyone got dressed up and we'd sort of like plan the day so that it would keep her busy. So I wrote her a poem to open in the morning. Then she had like lots of clues to find around the house. And then we all did her afternoon tea and she had like a hamper full of goodies, like a sachet and a sash, not a sachet. A sachet. <laughs> a cup of soup. Happy ending. You know, she had a sash and things to wear. And a hamper with some like gins and like a little bottle of prosecco and treats. That's cute. And then uh, yeah, did then she get drunk? A, yeah, we did a Zoom call and everyone was drunk. Nice. Was um, I need to point out you were involved with the planning of this, weren't you? Yeah. So one of the things that you planned was like a scavenger hunt around the house, like go yeah. and find something that looks like. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you lost a couple of those. Didn't you? <laughs> You wrote the darn list and then you were last to find the item. Well, that's just classic Lizzie, isn't it? I was thinking too hard because I invented the game. I was overthinking it. You should have just cheated and put it like (laughs) just out of shot from the camera. Oh, where can I find this? Oh, got it. Well, you know. I did hear you having to do a few drinks as a forfeit. Maybe you planned it. Maybe you just wanted to get drunk. I don't know. Okay. So Video Hendu was a big success, was it? Uh, yeah, virtual Hindu was a bit great success and everyone had a great time. So, I mean, virtual parties are the way forward. Yeah, nice. Okay, on to number two. This week is playing cards. Oh, yeah. So this is one because we've just got a pack of cards, so we're trying to find things to, you know, fight the boredom. And we play cards when we go camping, don't we? Yeah. Uh, so I couldn't remember how to play the first game, so we looked up Irish Snap, which... It's dead, dead straightforward, isn't it? It's really it? straightforward. It's not quite as fun. I got bored of Irish Snap quite quick. Because so. you got hammered, that's why. I right. thrashed I you every game. Up. I was warming up. Mm. Um, and then the good game is Spit. Yeah. And funnily enough, my friends mentioned this this week. They're like, oh, I've got a great game. I was like, oh, it sounds like Spit. Yeah. If you haven't played Spit, it's a bit difficult to explain verbally. So not great for a podcast. Look it up. Really good game. Um, it's a two-player game, isn't it? Yeah, two-player game, and basically you have um, a row um, of cards, and there's a certain number of cards in each set, and you... (laughs) What did I just say about it's not great verbally? Okay, go on. Okay, move on, move on. It is good. It gets competitive, and if you lose a lot like Lizzie, you can start making excuses. I think you'll find that I won in the end. No, you made a load of excuses. (laughs) You accused me of slowing the game down on purpose. No, that's because you do do that. You're not allowed to do that. No, but there's nothing in the rule saying you've got to put a card down in a certain amount of time. I was organising my cards so that I had a better idea of what to put down. It's a game of speed. It's just boring if people go slow. Yeah, but you couldn't move. So it doesn't matter how long I take because you couldn't exactly. move anyway. It's like in football, it's called time-wasting. No, it's not. It was time-wasting in spit. It's like, it's like in fo- using football, it's like the old Barcelona team. I can do whatever I want because I've got the ball. You couldn't do anything because you didn't have any cards to play. Well, I think that you spoil it. And actually, I was just warming Sore up Sore loser. I got better. Get better. in the fridge with the other lemons. So sour. Right. Number three. This, well, this one's not yours, so really. f- so much fun. DIY around the house. I've got to say it. If you've got plenty of time at home, DIY is like the ideal thing. Isn't it? There's no excuses. You need to be getting involved doing some DIY. So I've been painting the house, haven't I? I mean, I'd like to point out that you've just made out you've done loads of DIY. I reckon you've done the equivalent of two hours in nine weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it's also... <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> If it had been like in a normal pattern of work, I wouldn't have done any of it. No, I think that you would have still done it. 
Because you would have done it on the weekends because it still needed doing. Okay, well, I'm going to big myself up here. I've painted the outside of the house. No, can we just clarify? I've patched over parts of the outside of the house. <laughs> you quite painted the equivalent of probably half a metre squared. <laughs> no, more than that. The house does look a bit better as a result. Basically, we had new ventilation grids fitted at the bottom of the house. Yeah. Um, which are what, probably 15 centimetres by 6 centimetres? Continue. And Jamie painted... <laughs> <laughs> Jamie has basically painted around them. You basically just made out you've painted the whole house. you painted a little bit of paint around each grid. There was also the marks that I've gone over. I cleaned... Yeah, like, tiny marks the size of a penny. Not true. Okay. Not true at all. I did a good job on the outside of that house. Okay, well, to be fair, I did appreciate it. Anyway, that's only part one of the DIY. (laughs) What else have we done? Well, I've been up in the loft today, haven't I? Having a look at storage space in the loft, pulling up uh, boardings and seeing if there's insulation underneath it, whether we need to put them under there. It's been uh, big boy stuff today. Yeah, you love it, don't you? What makes me laugh about you and DIY is that you can't do it quietly. You can't just be like... I'm going to do some DIY and maybe I wouldn't have even realised you were doing it while I was working away. You have to be like, oh, bloody hell, have you seen this? Liz, what am I supposed to do here? I'm texting Phil, I'm texting Steve. What do they say about this? Liam said I've got to go to Wix. Go all the way to Wix, you huff back through the door. Well, I got to Wix and it was only click and collect and I can't do that. Then I had to go to home base and then I just gave up and came home. Well, it's a good job I did in the end. Because I was about to buy boarding equipment and we already had boards in the loft. So basically, all your DIY just turned into you didn't actually need to do anything because it was already done. Well, I did buy some good gloves. (laughs) (laughs) I bought some good heavy-duty gloves so I could get up and move the fibreglass insulation. And uh, I used my knife to cut some carpet so that we had some storage (laughs) space up there. So, yeah. Uh, not a great triumph in the name of DIY. What have you been doing then? There is something on our list. Go on. You... Oh, I've been painting the fence outside. Yeah. And how much of the fence did you paint? I've done one panel so far. One panel? Wow. I I won't finish it though. Okay, okay. So, yeah, these are our sort of semi-had-a-go at DIY stories. I point out, what were you doing while I was painting the fence? Oh, uh, that's that comes on later in the pod and the, <laughs> the throwback section. <laughs> yeah, jackal, basically. <laughs> I even offered, I thought it'd be a nice thing to do together. You're like, no, nah, don't want to. Just sit inside. What had we... I'd, I'm sure I'd just done something, though. You planted one plant in some soil. In fact, no, that was the day before. Oh, yeah, we did do some gardening, didn't we? Yeah, we did, we bought... I bought four new plants. You bought four new plants whilst I sat in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and the point out, 35 kilograms of compost. Yeah, but you, hang on a minute. You only put it on the trolley and then wheeled it out. Yeah, but I still managed to get it on the trolley. No, that's a good you effort. You put it in the car. That is a good effort. Yeah. It was quite heavy, I suppose. Strength of an ox, 35 yeah. kilograms, that's half a human. Get you involved with Sheffield Giants. All right, fine. Um, anything else to add here before we move on? I think that's everything, really, apart from maybe, you know, the board and busters are wearing a bit thin, I suppose, aren't they? Oh, no, no, no. Things change, you know. I mean, the... You've basically just said you've been doing DIY when you haven't. I've done some <laughs> Listen, I'm sure we'll find more board and busters for next week. It'll be fine. Right, moving on. We're going to go to the genie conundrum.
My conundrum can ruin your day. Okay, the genie conundrum this week is designed to test your moral compass. And I've not had a like a hint preview at this genie yeah. conundrum either. Usually I give you a preview so yeah, you can... Yeah, I like to be prepared. Yeah, but I'm putting you on the spot on this one. Okay. Right, the genie uh, is taking you on a walk. Quite in keeping with lockdown, you're getting more time outside. And on your walk, you find an envelope that contains £10. Yeah. That's all it contains. There's no sort of indication of who it belongs to. What do you do with that £10? Put it in a charity box. You put it in a charity box? Yeah. Not tempted to keep it? No. Because sometimes at school, like, you know, like, quite often at school, there's children find, like, a missing 20p or, like, just a random 50p that yeah. there's no one's on the playground or something. Oh, there's always that oh. dick child that goes, oh, it's mine, it's mine. <laughs> yeah. It's all of a sudden, everybody's in the class. <laughs> uh, so it always goes in the charity box. So, yeah, I feel that's the right thing to do. Okay. Practice what you preach and everything. All right, fine. So you're putting a tenner into the charity box. Yeah. You continue your walk. Yeah. You find another envelope. Yeah. There's a £100 in it. Right. What do you do with the £100 in the envelope? Oh, there's no name? Yeah. Well, again, charity box. So you're going to chuck £110 away here. Think of... It's my birthday in two days. Think of the stuff you could buy with that. I've already bought your birthday present. Yeah, I know, because you, <laughs> you left it on the table when I come home from work. Well, you should have come home early. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> okay, um, so that's £110 you're passing up on. I mean, I could buy myself some nice new clothes, it's true, because I do want some new running leggings, because, I mean, I'm having to wear the sweaty ones over and over again, aren't I? We do have a washing machine. <laughs> we do. <laughs> I can't be bothered washing every day. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I feel like, you know... What if what if nobody knew? What if it was a completely victimless crime? Or anonymous, shall we say? It's not victimless, I suppose, because someone's lost the money. But It was anonymous. No one saw you pick it up. No one knows you got it. Yeah, it don't matter, because I know. All right. So you're taking it to the charity shop? Yeah, I feel like it would make me feel quite good. I'd be like... I could pretend that I am. We're going to come home swanning in. Jack, guess what? I just gave £100 that I found to charity. Do you think I would be happy about that? What I could do is I could pretend that it was my £100 and be like, hey, look how generous I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, would you take all the, yeah, all uh, the credit for it at the yeah, shop? Definitely. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, not all good, really selfish, but you know. And the final part of your walk with the genie you find a winning lottery ticket okay you take this ticket you pick this up get your phone out check the lottery numbers oh my gosh this this ticket you just found has won the lottery what do you do now that's bad because surely a lottery ticket there's a way of tracing who's bought it through receipts and stuff don't know yeah, I suppose. I've not bought enough lottery tickets in my lifetime to know. There, there must be a way you'd feel you'd have to, like, take that in or something. If the, Well, no, it, not necessarily. If the person who bought the ticket just bought it and didn't even, like, make a record of what numbers they've got, you could, you could get away with taking that in and saying, oh, yeah, it's my ticket. Really? Yeah, it, let's say I went into the shop and did a lucky dip. Because a lot of people do that, not, not many... Not everyone has the same numbers every week. If you just went to a shop, 
bought a lucky dip and then you dropped it on the way home, you'd never know that that was your ticket this one. Mm, that's hard. Well, I don't know. Because I haven't bought the lottery ticket. Does I mean, the lottery ticket say lucky dip on it as well? That's, that would yeah. help you out. I mean, the other, yeah, if it says lucky dip. The other thing is, is say, if, say if I picked up that lottery ticket and it was the winner, and I'd bought a lottery ticket every week for like 30 years of my life, mm. I might feel a bit differently. However, I've never bought a lottery ticket. Yeah. So I've never contributed towards the lottery. So you'd feel bad then, wouldn't you? Yeah. Taking all the winnings. You also, I suppose, you run the gauntlet of if someone finds out, you're going to get absolutely slayed for it, aren't you? I feel you're gonna, like... You're going to be in the newspaper as like a fraud who tried to steal the money. Well, you would be. I feel like you'd definitely get found out in this day and age. You'd just, I'd just stay clear. I don't want the attention. Also, you'd get a load of attention as well for winning it in the first place. I think I'd just rather not have the attention. Yeah. Rather just stay in my normal I life. suppose like ITV would make a kick-ass drama about it, though, a couple of years down the line. They would, wouldn't they? Who yeah. would you want to play you? I'd have Andrew Garfield playing as me. You'd have Andrew Garfield. Mm, I don't really look like Emma Stone. <laughs> Who would you have? Anna Kendrick? No. I think maybe I'd have... Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence no, and Andrew Garfield like in... The last ticket. <laughs> nice. Okay, so you're going to give it like back to the... Is it Camelot or whatever they're called? Do you do the lottery? You're going to hand it in? I'm going to hand it in. Basically, I'm a good person. Okay. You can't fool me. Okay. Well, that's good. That's a nice indication of your moral compass. So you're going to give your £10 back to charity, £100 mm-hmm. to charity, and the lottery ticket goes to the lottery people. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. You've passed the test then, fair enough. Okay, uh, let's move on to the next part of the podcast, which is the phone-in. This week it's with Phil Picks, my friend and colleague from work. Um, recorded it a few weeks ago, and bless him, he's been dying to uh, to hear it. So without further ado, let's move on to the phone-in. Isn't it a do? It is a do, yeah. Without further ado. Without further ado. <laughs> let's go on. Adieu, 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 adieu. Let's move on. It's the phone in. It's the phone in. It's the phone in. It's the phone in. Right, for the phone in this week, we've got a very special guest, friend of the pod, uh, weekly listener, and friend and colleague of mine, Phil Picks. Welcome, Phil. Hello, Jay, mate. Hiya. <laughs> How are you doing, mate? I'm alright, yeah, good. Uh, it was a special day for you yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, I was uh, 43 yesterday. Very good. Uh, we- I learned, well, I was actually bragging that I share the same day, birthday as Winston Churchill. Nice. Yeah, I and, and it was actually quickly pointed out to by Steve Neal that I actually don't. He was born on November 30th. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been telling people for years uh, the wrong... Birthday for Winston. Is that just something you've had in your mind as correct, but... No, I was convinced. I was sure I was. Because <laughs> we've got a lot of traits that are similar. Oh, yeah. Like born leaders, aren't you, really? Born leaders, yeah. Exactly, Jamie. Right. Before we get on to your amazing birthday present from us, what else did you get for your birthday? Uh, what else did I get? Uh, I 
Yeah. Oh, I got some anti-aging cream off my mum. That was yeah. That was <laughs> yeah, that went down well. Uh, and a box of wine off my sister. And that's pretty much it, really. Oh, that's good. Have you uh, opened it up yet? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, just <laughs> me. Nice. Yeah, well and truly in that now. Um, listeners of the show might not realise that you also got an insanely cool birthday present from uh, the Bear Boys at work. Yes. Chester the horse. So, Go on. Yeah, so now uh, I'm part of a consortium of four and we own a one-year-old racer horse called Chester who lives in, in Wetwang. <laughs> Wetwang? Uh, yeah, in Wetwang, yeah. Uh, he's big for horse racing. So, yeah, we're looking in the next year to possibly retire from work for full time. <laughs> So uh, we're not sure how that's going to go, but hopefully. Like, what What is it, James? If we win the national, we will benefit by how much? Oh, Steve worked it out. He thinks we might earn about forty quid. Each. So yeah. So basically, the only way we make a return on the horse is if it wins the grand national. <laughs> right. So we're possibly not packing work then. Not yet. No. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think we 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 would earn one sixteen thousandth of the winnings. Well, we own one four thousandth of the horse, don't we? Be- yeah, between us. So you've got to divide that by four again. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stay with work then, I think. Yeah, we're not packing in just yet. No. Um, I've made a little quiz for you, Phil. Because uh, I am good at quizzes. It's what I've been doing while I've been off, actually. It's, it's based on the topic of horses and uh, the Grand National. Good. So yeah. it's it's a really easy, fun, true or false sort of game. Um, I've got five horse names. Some of them actually are true. That uh, know, is this real or no real? Yeah, basically. So these are all I'm horses. Big fan of that, Jim, mate. Jim and Lizzie, I'm big fan. <laughs> of that. Yeah, go on. I was hoping I'd get this. These are all horses from the Grand National 2019. Some of them are real. Some of them are no real. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. First one, a horse called Lap Dance Boy. No real. That one is no real. Yes. Second one, horse is called Blow by Blow. <laughs> that's it, that's never real, that's it, mate. No way. That one is real. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It was just a little deal after that, I just thought, no, that's not <laughs> Why do you think I picked it? Right, go on. Uh, the next one is a horse called Gary Shelton. Shut up, Jay, mate. That's not real. <laughs> We're not going into that story. What is... Yeah, for the, for the oh, listeners, mate, what mate, is called mate, Gary Shelton? Yeah. It was my first teddy bear, Jay, mate. Oh, really? I never read this story. Oh, yeah, so... Yeah, please, uh, it was my first teddy bear. It was named after my favourite Sheffield Wednesday footballer. <laughs> So we pounced on that and absolutely massacred him for it, which was good fun. Well, it was better than Teddy Night Nights, wasn't it, Jeremy? Yeah, which was my first yeah. Teddy Bear, oh. Teddy Night Nights. Yeah. I don't think I ever named my bears. Did you not? No. You're missing out. Yeah. Uh, so Gary Shelton was no real. Number four, Captain Redbeard. That's real. That one is real. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I'm big in the horse racing game. 
Yeah, well, you know, to get into the Obviously. ownership game, you have to be, don't you? Yeah, of course you do. And the last one is a horse called Atwa Phil. That's real. That one is real. Yeah, three Phils. Atwa Phil. No, it's not. Because I, I do speak French. No, Twa is spelled T O I. So go on, French man, what's that mean? Atwa Phil. It means a three Phil. Oh, no, because that's T-R-O-I-S, isn't it? Twa. Right, let's move on. Here. Move on! <laughs> right, yeah. So how many did you get right? So Lap Dance Boy, you got that right. Blow by Blow... Got that got right. That... No. Oh, no, yeah, you got that was... wrong. Yeah, got that wrong. Oh, got the rest right. Gary Shelton, you got right. Red Beard, you got that right. And that's why Phil... Phil, you scored four out of five. Thank you. Not bad for Alpha 4. Yeah, thank you very much. When you're next in work? Uh, tomorrow. Early doors? No, it's not. Uh, eight six tomorrow. Then I've got half five, half five on Thursday. Mm. Then three days off and a night shift, which I'm not looking forward to. Who are you on the night shift with? Marchie. Oh, it's sound. You'll have a right good time. Yeah. We were just talking about video games and Pokemon and all sorts of boy stuff. Yeah, you'll yeah, lo- you'll I'm love it. Talking about conspiracy theories last time, it frightened me to death. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust anybody anymore. No. Don't um don't start talking about war. I've realised that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Probably not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. Um well Phil, as the podcast is called Quarantine at fourteen, I'm gonna ask you in a minute for like a tip for people to make the most of their time at home. Yeah. Um other than drinking wine, what can you recommend to people to do? Uh like cooking. That's quite good. I've got good at that. I know you're a big fan of my cooking that I've been sending. Yeah, it resembles something off Rate My Plate, which usually gets slammed all over Twitter. (laughs) 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 Uh, I did a quiz the other day while cooking the tea. That was good. Oh, who did you quiz with? Uh, Just me. It was uh, Countdown Bay, like based on Countdown. Okay, yeah. Uh, So by the time I'd sat down, more or less I'd throw my tea because it was... uh, Oh, for Betty Spaghetta. Oh. It was freezing. So I've got, I've got a lot of four words and five words, letter words with that as well. So <laughs> um, yeah, just keeping busy, trying to, because I was dreading it when it happened, but I'm not being too bad. Doing a lot of shopping for family and neighbours. That's good. You live close to your parents, don't you now? Yeah, did a shop for me auntie the other day. I hey. thought there'd be some groceries on there, but it just turned out it was on drink quiz with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, she's on the phone to me, she's like, you don't think that everyone will think we've got a drink problem, do you? I'm like, no, I don't. I think they'll think I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's so, put it all on there, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, no, no, it's been not, not too bad. I'm just watching loads of TV like everybody else. Yeah. What about um, when it when it all finishes, what's the first thing you want to do? Pub. Yeah. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, really. Yeah, I've not been in the pubs, won't they? I think they'll open the pubs last for that reason. Yeah, I think pub, definitely. And then I think I might stop in, because I think I'll be, like, <laughs> craving a night in, because I'll be scared of going out. What about uh, the, the annual barbecue? Are you coming round, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, hello chicken for all of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, no, that's not halal. Yes, it's halal, it's halal. <laughs> it is if I say it is. Yeah, I like that, honest. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, definitely, that'd be 
fun. You can stay over if you like in spare room. Yeah, no, you're fine, Jimmy, but thank you. <laughs> Just don't sleep in your car. I don't want you sneaking in. That's fine. <laughs> uh, fun fact for the listeners, we've shared a bed before, haven't we, Phil? Yes, we did. Yeah, November. Yeah, that was that was an interesting mm. night, Jimmy, during the floods, yeah. I've never seen a man so excited about sharing a bed with two other men. <laughs> <laughs> We we stopped up till about four o'clock in the morning drinking beer, eating crisps, and watching <laughs> police interceptors. That was good, weren't it? To be fair. Yeah, it was good. And Jamie decided to put a bottle of beer on a mattress, which obviously oh. <laughs> steady enough. Yeah. Cool. So somebody, somebody moved, it fell over. <laughs> I've got some photos of him trying to dry it out with a hairdryer. Oh, I mean that is what I've got to live with all the time, Phil. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. That. It must be a nightmare. <laughs> But within two minutes of walking in the hotel room, we'd like just taking his wet kit off from work. And context, context, on. context. Yeah, it was during the floods, floods, so we'd been working yeah. out in the flood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a bit weird. Yeah, so we're, me and Steve, just chatting and like having a drink. Next minute, shower's going. What's that? Jamie's in the shower within two minutes. <laughs> comes, comes out, towel around his head, <laughs> dressing gown on. And me and Steve were still dressed like fully clothed, and it, it just got a bit weird. <laughs> you just need to relax, dude. Relax. Yeah, it got very strange very quickly. It was good fun, though. It was good, guy, right? <laughs> right, Phil, we're going to draw a line under that there. Uh, thank you very much yeah. for joining us on the podcast. I know you're a keen listener, so we'll get it out to you quickly. I'm a big fan, Jeremy, and I'm expecting some writing dance. Okay, yeah. merchandise. <laughs> Considering you are 20% of the listenership, we'll get that sorted for you. <laughs> Excellent, thank you. Yeah. All right, thanks very much for joining us, Phil. Cheers, Lizzie. Cheers, Jamie. Bye. Cheers, Bye. Speak to you soon. See you later. Bye. Our film review this week is the film Fury, which we watched on Netflix. It's a World War II action featuring Brad Pitt. Sheila Berth, John Bernthal, Michael Pena and Logan Lerman. Yeah, it was a great one actually, wasn't it? Um, I wasn't convinced at first because I don't usually like war films because I just wanted to watch something easy going. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I definitely ran out the room lots of times and hid behind the cushion, but it is a very good film. There were some good tactical breaks on your behalf. Yeah, very good tactical breaks. I think we've already spoken about those. Yeah. The, the last film that we reviewed <laughs> was very much an action film, wasn't it? What was the one Extraction. with... Extraction. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Just, uh, yeah, it was just... It was a lot of action, a little bit more like a Matt Damon sort of film. Yeah, yeah. Like a Bourne sort of film. Yeah. Whereas this one was much more emotional, wasn't it? Yeah. And it... Although it had all the action and all the killing and all the dying that you'd expect in a World War Two film... Mm. Actually, the most important part of it was the main character that they followed, Norman, and his sort of, like, journey as a soldier. Yeah. Um, and it's the sort of film that stays with you, isn't it? Yeah. It it doesn't try and hide how bloody and gory and messy war is, and there's plenty of death right in your face, and people... Um... And it had, like, the raw emotions as well, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, it did, yeah. So basically, Norman is a young soldier who um, has basically been added to this group as an assistant driver in a tank. 
So basically, his job is to sort of like man the guns on the front of the tank. Yeah. He's about what, 17, 18? He's a young lad, isn't he? He's really young. He'd not been in any war before. And the team that he's part of, they're, they're other. They're all battle hardened, aren't they? They they're yeah. very much used to it. Don't give don't give two thoughts to slaying people on the opposite side. But Norman doesn't want to hurt anyone. Doesn't want to shoot anyone. And so basically, it's his sort of journey and how he sort of copes with that during the war. Yeah. Um. And then Brad Pitt is sort of the the team commander of their sort of like little team of like of five people. Mm. He's in charge of their little team and and sort of like his role of keeping them safe but also disciplining them yeah um so yeah and basically they're sort of in germany and they're they're going through germany in their tanks uh basically taking over german towns aren't they so mm-hmm. sort of towards the end of the war um and sort of like the conflicts and things that they get into so so yeah it's we'd highly recommend it what yeah. did we score did we give it out of 10 i think you said did you say, say nine and a half? I think that's a nine and a half because, I mean, I learned from my mum and never give a ten. Yeah, because there's nowhere to go. Yeah. Proper emotional story though, isn't it? The ending as well. Yeah, it's a very good ending. Brilliant, brilliant ending. It's a good one. In fact, my mum and dad would like it because they like stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, so a very praiseful review there. Nine yeah. and a half out of ten. Yes, that was Fury on Netflix. Cool. Shall we move on to the next part of the pod? Yeah. Um, oh, was it of the week? We don't have a jingle for Wazzik of the Week. Do you want to just go in and explain who it is this week? Yeah, so, no, because don't we usually pause and then do all those together? Oh, yes. So uh, <laughs> the scheduler has, has messed up this week. Right, we're going to go to What's That Sound now, and then we'll get back to the rest of the pod. What's the sound? What's the sound? What's the sound? What's that sound? That was the sound from the last episode of the pod, which was a pan of bubbling water on the stove. Mm. We'd boiled a pan of water ready for cooking, and I thought it was a good idea. So we used that. Here is the sound for episode five of the podcast. Right, moving on to Wazak of the Week, and you've decided this one, Lizzie, haven't you? Yeah, the Wazak of the Week this week is uh, my mum, Jenny. Bravo, Jenny. Because um, this happened just today, actually. I received a really random message from her on Facebook Messenger, which is, first of all, very random because she never messages me on Facebook Messenger. And all it said was, you buying, with a question mark and no G. So I replied, very, very confused. She was like, yeah, you buying those tents. And I was like, Mum, those tents we were talking about was the message from four years ago. And she'd only just looked at it. <laughs> Following four on a conversation. I know, well, if you looked at it, it was August 2016. So there Jesus, we go. Jesus, wow. <laughs> okay, well done, Jen. of the week. Check the dates on your Facebook Messenger. And we'll just start using Facebook Messenger would be a good start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Throwback then. Throwback of the week this week. I love my one. My throwback. Yeah, you've got obsessed with it, haven't you? Yeah, I've really jumped in, like, two-footed, because that's what I do. Um, 
takes you back to being a teenager. Old school RuneScape. Absolutely I mean, I brilliant. I have no idea what you're talking about, but oh, proper, have to explain. Proper brought into it. So I feel like if you were a kid going through school the same sort of time as me, RuneScape was the thing. It's like a, an online world where you do quests and kill monsters and level up different skills. And uh, I've really got back into it. Jake plays it a lot. He's really good at it. Angus as well. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've proper... I've been nerding out looking at YouTube videos and trying to learn. There's so much to learn. So much to learn. Are you a master fisher now? I am getting good at fishing. And you also earned six million pounds, didn't you? Or six million coins or something. Yeah, but that was like someone gave me it so... Jake says oh. I'm like the hobo of RuneScape, basically, oh. <laughs> like a beggar. Yeah, but it's a free download on the App Store, and it works really well on mobile, as well as on lab, uh, laptop and tablet, so... Oh, so there you go, if anyone has a lot of time on their hands and a bit of a geek... Yeah. Then, yeah. Get into, get into RuneScape old school RuneScape again. Well, my throwback this week was inspired by watching Toy Story 4 at the weekend. Oh, yeah. Because I was looking back at all the toys that was reminded me from when I was younger... And my favourite ones were the Barbies, because I used to get those Barbies when I was younger that were like gymnast Barbies or athlete <laughs> Barbies. So they had super bendy legs <laughs> and arms, and they like came with like a little gym suit and like a bar that they swung on. Yeah. And yeah, I used to love Barbies. We used to have like a Barbie house with three storeys, <laughs> like Barbie beds and Barbie cars. I don't know why you're laughing. Um, Go on, sorry. And my grandma, she used to knit Barbie clothes for the Barbies, like little miniature pants and stuff. Really? Yeah, so they had knickers to wear. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was laughing because I just suddenly have had a flashback of a memory of um, bonfire night one year, and we went to the, uh, it's now the Kettering Town Ground, uh, with Nanny and Pappy. and um, You didn't burn a Barbie, did you? No, we didn't burn a Barbie. Lorna won a, a doll at one of the stalls, I have no idea which, but um, it wasn't a Barbie, it was like a cheap version of a Barbie, <laughs> and I ripped its head off, and I just remember finding it the funniest thing, this headless doll, and seeing how upset Lorna got, it was great. You're just the worst brother ever, weren't you? <laughs> yes, yes I was. <laughs> Poor Lorna. Okay, so we've had RuneScape and Barbie then this week as our throwbacks. Yeah, and so to finish off, it's our song. It is, yeah. Our lockdown song. So this week... um, You've got some summer vibes with this song, haven't you? Yeah, as soon as I hear this song, it just takes me back to summers in Wales and driving along. Any sort of like sunshine, you can wind your windows down, have the music on full blast. Probably in the countryside in England. Yeah. It's not really an Ibiza song, is it? But you wouldn't do it if you were stuck in traffic in Sheffield City Centre, would you? No, you didn't, wouldn't do it either if you were like waiting to get on a plane to Spain or something. No. It's, it's more of a, it's a camp song, camping song. Cool. Okay, give it an introduction so, then. Yeah, Katie Tunstall, Suddenly I See. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll, uh, we'll be back next week with another pod. <laughs>